I was about four and a half years trying to find the answers from the age of 21 to 25. Um, yeah, my options was to cut my guts out and stuff. So obviously, oh, I have a 50% chance of dying. And I did, I was like, I fancy my chances. When you actually, when if, if you can heal autoimmune condition like ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease, um, from all my research and stuff, I realized they're all the same root causes. So if you can fix one illness and disease, you can pretty much fix all of them. It was about an hour away in Australia and I was driving there and on the way I needed the toilet. I'd stop and go to the toilet in a bush and then on the way again I needed the toilet again. That's how many times my bowels would go and I actually soiled myself. I didn't have any, I was in a built-up area, there's no toilets. I actually, I was covered in diarrhea and like I still had another like 15 minutes to go and I actually had to go into the health food store covered in, in poo and like just, just carry on and order it like normal. That's what the van's for, to give me space away from the house, no distractions, so I can just work and really help people with this knowledge that I've got up here and just get it out. Because like I said, I've had um, a few near-death experiences now and um, next week's not guaranteed, tomorrow's not guaranteed. So um, it's important to just crack on now and get the work done now. And today's guest is James Cook Coulson. Managing Director of the Goat Health Hub, helping people create a plan on how to live their best life and truly thrive. Hi James, thanks for joining us today. Uh, where are you calling from? Hey Ian, uh, calling from uh, just near Brig, North Lincolnshire. I'm just on the farm at the moment. Now, I've got a bit more on your background in a moment, but could you tell us first, who is your biggest inspiration and why? Currently, my biggest inspiration is Alex Hormozzi. I don't know if you've heard of him, but um, he's about 32. He um, he made all his money, like hundreds of millions, uh, launching gyms and helping people do that. He started off at gyms, then launching gyms. And now all he does is um, he gives all this knowledge that he's got and um, just gives it all for free on social media. And um, he's written an amazing book called $100 Million Offers. and um, yeah, he learned that you can only accumulate, well, you accumulate all this money and then all you do is give it away to charity at the end. So he, he realized he might as well start being charitable now. So, um, yeah, he's given so much value. And um, yeah, that's who I really look up to because I, I admire learning how someone like that thinks. Well, yeah, that's, that sounds a, a, a young age as well to be such a millionaire. That, uh, that That's amazing. Yeah. Now, a little bit on your background. Uh, I believe you started out in electric, electrical engineering, but then at 21, you were diagnosed with uh, the autoimmune condition, Crohn's disease, and that set you off onto quite a, a difficult journey of um, treatment and looking how to heal yourself naturally and at some point in that journey, you, you're given the choice, potentially only a 50% chance of living, um, unless you had, as, as you put it, your guts cut out. Um, so you carried on your search, trying different remedies, reading all books under the sun you could find, and eventually you stumbled across um, something called Quenda, uh, this uh, fiber health supplement. Um, and it really helped you reclaim your life. So within three months, you'd seen a massive turnaround. Um, and 
so you've now gone all in with your sister um, to set up a business to bring this great product, Quenda, from the only place you could get it originally, Australia, and you bring it to lots of people and helping them out in Europe. And, and now you're attending health expos and all sorts of things that look really great um, to, to kind of get this out there and help people. So could you tell us some of the things on that journey that have inspired you and, and kept you going? Yeah, yeah, I will, mate. Yeah, so I got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease at um, 21. The funny thing was I always said to everyone, I'm not going to live past 21. I always thought I'd go out in a blazing ball of glory. And um, sure enough, like a week before I got um, to 21, I got diagnosed with Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. So, uh, yeah, basically that just means that um, you're, you're passing blood all the time. You're, like, you're pooing blood in the toilet and you're having like 25 to 30 bowel movements a day. And most of the time not making it to the toilet, which is um, quite um a good character builder <laughs> like if um yeah you saw yourself and then you still got to finish a full day's work um yeah it, you soon learn to not be embarrassed about much stuff other than that so <laughs> everything else isn't um, doesn't really compare so um i don't really have i don't consider myself to have any fear of anything now because i feel like that was the scariest thing trying to um yeah live like that but um, what inspired me really and what taught me a lot of lessons was obviously when I was trying to heal this disease, I, I read a lot of books and every book I read had the same sort of story to it. They was all saying the same thing about believing in yourself and being able to do whatever, whatever you um, put your focus on. And it all, whether it was a book about spirituality or about Ayurvedic or just like um, healing the body, they all had the same storyline. And I assume, like, I guess the way you'd say it is like the hero's journey, the way everybody everybody writes a book about what they've learned in life. And um, yeah, I read about 20 books and they all had a similar storyline. And that's when I realized that this spirituality and um, having this faith in your higher self and us all being here for a purpose it finally clicked in like at the age of 21 22 because um i do think that stuff sort of gets conditioned out of you at school you just believe in science but like i said i got through um before i was raving and all that and um, going out partying and then when i had to fix my body i had to get very strict with myself and learn a lot yeah that's what inspired me most the fact that reading all these different books by all these celebrities and people and um, autobiographies of successful people and those all saying the same thing and that just cemented in that that was the journey i had to go on myself so, well well that's really inspiring that inspired. yeah yeah I, i'm just quite new to this concept of the hero's journey this last year or so and so that's very timely that you you're giving me such a honest and heartfelt you know you, you know you're truly living it so thank you for that and then so when, when you came across Quenda could you tell us how that impacted you yeah so um obviously I was about four and a half years trying to find the answers from the age of 21 to 25 um yeah my options was to cut my guts out and stuff so obviously oh I have a 50 percent chance of dying and I did I was like I fancy my chances like my mum told me she was like you wasn't born with it so you can reverse it so that's why I committed to all the books and doing the courses and the learnings 
when I actually went over to Australia, um, when I was over there, I was uh, seeing all the practitioners and nutritionists and stuff, trying to get answers from them because I didn't get much help in the UK. And when I was over there, I, my sister's friend introduced me to her ex-boyfriend who was a nutritionist and he was like, yeah, mate, he showed me a tub of the quenda and he was like, this will fix you. The guy who made it had Crohn's disease. This is specifically for that. And I was like, nice one, mate. I don't want your cure-alls. I just want your nutritional advice because, yeah, four, four years in, I'd given up on all these cure-all products. I'd tried a lot and spent uh, tens of thousands on trying everything. So um, I actually turned down the quenda when I first got presented with it. And um, the nutritionist, Damien Donoghue, he actually said, like, look, you're a friend of a friend and the guy who made this is a friend of mine. So here's his number, call him up and just speak to him. And previously, like two years ago or three years previous to that, I got told in a spiritual reading, um, I don't know if you've ever had a spiritual reading, but um, I got told in a spiritual reading by my granddad that I'll be a middleman for importing a supplement that healed my Crohn's. And um, I'll be a middleman importing that from international places. So I'll be importing it internationally. So I always had that in my head. And then when I finally, I was searching the internet for like three days, trying to find stuff on this Quenda. I couldn't really find much. So I rang the uh, manufacturer up and um, I explained my situation and everything I was doing every day, like the EFT tapping in the mirror twice a day, meditating twice a day, doing all oil pulling and blotting and flossing because my gums are all broken. I thought they, I thought if I fix my gums, I might fix my guts and um I told him about all the bloating and the fact that I hadn't been able to eat proper food in like four years. And um, he laughed down the phone at me. Um, it was like every, the science of everything you're doing makes a lot of sense, but you're doing it all wrong, mate. <laughs> um, so he explained about like parasites, heavy metals, candida, fungal overgrowth, all, how this stuff builds up in the body over time and actually creates these illnesses and these diseases. And um yeah, when you're speaking to someone, you just know when they're telling the truth, don't you? Like it just resonates deeply with you. So as soon as he said all that and um, he mentioned that um, the, having the quenda will allow me to eat nutritious foods again, like foods like vegetables and fibre, stuff that I haven't been able to eat in like four years. And um, I sort of didn't believe him that it did allow me to eat nutritious foods, but I did believe him that it would cleanse out all the bad stuff. So um, yeah, with that, I was like, mate i need to bring this to the uk i've been looking for something like this because i um i realize when you actually when if, if you can heal autoimmune condition like ulcerative colitis and crohn's disease um from all my research and stuff i realize they're all the same root causes so if you can fix one illness and disease you can pretty much fix all of them so yeah i guess the entrepreneur in me or just the excitement for actually being able to change the world in my own little way was sparked and um yeah, and thanks to my granddad in that spiritual reading two or three years previously, I already had it in my head. So that's how, um, and the manufacturer was like, right, let's get you sorted first. And then when you're all healed and good, then we'll talk about distribution in the UK and stuff. So yeah, I, there and then I went I went to the nearest health food store. Bit of a crazy story, really. I went and um, it was about an hour away in Australia and I was driving there. And on the way, I needed the toilet. I'd stop and go to the toilet in a bush. And then on the way again, I needed the toilet again. That's how many times my bowels would go. And I actually soiled myself. I didn't have any, I was in a built up area. There's no toilets. I actually 
I was covered in diarrhea and like I still had another like 15 minutes to go and I actually had to go into the health food store covered in in poo and like just just carry on and order it like normal which was seems a bit crazy um now but I knew I only had a few days left in Australia and I um yeah that was I just thought I'd share that because just it was a struggle to even just get the product <laughs> um because of how my body was and um yeah then when I was in the health food store <clears throat> I had a thousand pound uh, spending money that I took with me, and I bought <clears throat> a full, a full course of Quenda for myself and a full course of Quenda for my mum, because um, my mum had like I had diarrhea and all that, and then my mum had constipation, so I was like it'll be a good gauge, and obviously I wanted to help my mum as well. I said it'll really show the product working on both areas. So yeah, I went to Australia for three weeks and spent all my money on Quenda and. <laughs> trying to find out how to fix myself then I'd come home and um yeah that was that was the start of the journey with the Quenda brilliant well I'm so glad you found it and made it to that shop you know a lot of people wouldn't have you know imagine if you hadn't gone in that shop because of embarrassment about something you would write quite naturally be super embarrassed about and oh you know this you know it the state you were in and but you you, something in you knew what was more important and you did it and it's not only fixed you but helping you fix lots of other people so well done for doing that hour drive and 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 getting it so uh and and so now you well you bring it it to europe i can't believe something so good was you know mainly just in australia so uh, how's how's that going? Are you, you're, you're doing quite a few things, aren't you, in uh, in that space? Yeah. So, um, like, because I brought it over to Europe when I first got it over, I was like traveling, like Netherlands, Germany, going to all the health shows there, and um, trying to introduce them to the product. And um, I kept getting the same stuff. There was like, oh, how's it going in England? Um, how many stockists you got in England? I was like, oh, well, I thought I'd come over here, like, and just try get you guys first, and um, then um yeah before covid and corona and stuff like i was i didn't really a few of my friends and family was like you want to focus on england first so at first i was dotting about and going everywhere and doing loads of events and um like you said i went from being an electrical engineer to running the business so i'm not i'm not saying this is good business advice but i did spend a lot of time and a lot of money just on events i was going to events 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 but what was happening was i'd i'd be doing so many events and traveling everywhere that I was never actually doing any follow-ups. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the first two years was um, I started getting a customer base, but that was more just from um, word of mouth and the product being so good and me supporting people over the phone. It wasn't through my good business intellect, like I said, because I, I probably lost a hell of a lot of people that I met just um, or never followed up with them. So it never – So um, and that was the first few years. And um, we we've got like stockists in Netherlands, uh, Sweden, um, Switzerland, uh, one in Germany, I believe. And then and then maybe about two years ago, um, I had a really big motorbike crash, and um, <laughs> another another thing where I killed off a lot of uh, killed off a huge bit of my liver. I collapsed my lungs, and um, I actually ripped my biliary duct, so I had internal bleeding. So. They, they had to cut me open, take everything out, hoover me out, and then put all my organs back in. So that gave me 
a whole new challenge other than just getting Quenda out to people and where I had to rebuild my body again. Um, I haven't shared that story yet, but um, I will do soon. And um, yeah, so that, so then I, I started fresh again. <laughs> I was doing, trying to do all of Europe and I was doing here, there and everywhere and helping people um, on the phone all the time and doing my bit. And it sort of grew, slow, grew slowly. And then after this accident, I had to slow everything down. Just I couldn't run around and stuff. And fortunately, that's when COVID came in and was all in lockdown anyway. So and that's when I started doing a bit of cold calling and um, really just focusing on gathering testimonials and reviews because um, just gathering evidence because my story is great, but people want to hear that it's worked with other people. So, um, but now, yeah, we've got about... Um, We've got three health food stores that stock it, around 30 to 40 practitioners that stock it, and I've sold it to thousands of people. So I've made a difference in at least um, a thousand people's lives. And uh, so, um, and you've got a Facebook group of 780 people. So um, I always answer questions on there as well. So um, I think where we're at now at the like four and a half year stage, like I'm really happy where I'm at. I could have gone faster. I did expect it to go faster, but I'm so blessed and grateful for where I am now and the people I've helped. And I understand that you have to become the person who's, you have to become that person and have all them traits of that person who's running a million pound business and stuff before you get to the million pound business. Don't get me wrong, I'm in six figures now, but the amount of um, structure and organization um, that I've had to bring in and, um, Discipline was fine because with an autoimmune condition, you learn to be disciplined. I think it was training me to be an entrepreneur. But um, yeah, getting more structure and getting better with my timetable and stuff, that's been a, a huge lesson and something that I still continue to improve on. So um, yeah, that's where we're at with Equenda now and um, we're getting there. And I, I kind of want to try it, you know, and is it, can it help people who, you know, just want to, are at an okay health level and, or, you, know, or, you know, think things are at least average, but, you know, things could maybe be better than the, the realized or is it specifically just for people who've got a, a real specific specific problem already? Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's amazing for um, people that just want to cleanse the body and feel the benefits. Um, a few of my family me members, they'd seen what I'd been sharing reviews-wise and stuff, and they thought, well, I'd rather have it as a preventative maintenance rather than wait until they get ill and then having to fix it. They thought, um, yeah, I'll get my body right now so um, illness and disease don't come in later on. And, um, yeah, they had it, and they were very surprised what they saw come out of them in the toilet. Like I said, it removes parasites, heavy metals, candida, fungal overgrowth, bacterial overgrowth. And um, because of our diets and our lifestyles nowadays um, and our high carbohydrate and processed food diets and the fact that we don't have these herbs on a day-to-day, -day, that's why this stuff can accumulate in our bodies. And um, the same way as my mum said, you wasn't born with it, you can reverse it. Yeah, that applies to just the general public as well. Like if people are suffering with bloating, um, brain fog, um, lack of energy um, in the afternoons, um, even some food allergies, a lot of people are suffering with food allergies now. Like all this stuff's getting really common. And um, 
yeah, it would help with all them things. Like most people get bloated nowadays, don't they? And they don't realize that that's a bacterial or fungal or microbial overgrowth going on. So and, uh, and I had a bit of a dabble with the keto diet, like the low carb diet. And I mean, because you're obviously quite well read in the, this kind of space now. I was just, I wasn't, I didn't particularly need to lose weight, but it was just, I was told it might help detox because my, you know, dad had diabetes and various things. So, and, and also in one of your, your posts, I saw you, you mentioned the term, you know, you use Quenda with in combination with a good, clean, organic diet. And hearing your story, you've made me realize how much of a privilege it is to even have the option of having a good, clean, organic diet if at some point in your time you couldn't digest fruit and vegetables. I mean, wow, it really is giving my gratitude a boost for thinking it's even amazing that I've got the option to choose a good, clean, organic diet. But could you give us, shed a bit of light on maybe what you'd mean by a, a good, clean, organic diet. Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, some people might not like this, but um, I think it's important to share that um, I do think meeting, eating meat is good, but it's like any any sort of diet or any food that you eat, it's all about sourcing and where you get it from. Like I wouldn't eat factory farmed meat because I believe that's been fed, well, it has, it's been fed grain and it's the growing of the grain that... Um, it uses a lot of carbon, uses a lot of water, uses a lot of the world's resources and acreage. But um, I'm all for grass-reared, um, organic um, cow meat and um, like lamb meat and even chickens that's been raised on pastures. How they how they should be raised because um, that sort of meat's like high in omega three. Um, it's not well like factory farm meat, for example, that eats grain and grain. Um, is high omega-6 and um, we all heard of omega-3s but I don't think many people are aware of omega-6s when um, when we eat omega-3s and omega-6s we're supposed to have a ratio of 20 omega-3s to one omega-6 so um, but at the moment a lot of us are eating far too many grains and not enough omega-3s so basically um like good quality meat that's been grass reared and um, raised in the sunshine and <laughs> how it should have been raised. Um, then fruits and vegetables that are organic. If people can't get hold of organic food, um, there's something called the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. And the Dirty Dozen, it, um, the Environmental Working Group, they explain about the the dozen is which is the 12 foods which have the most pesticides and chemical residues on them and because that's what i mean by organic if people don't know what organic is and what um like conventional food is organic food is food that hasn't been grown with pesticides and fertilizers and other chemicals whereas non-organic food can have um can be genetically modified it can it be sprayed with fertilizers pesticides um, and stuff like that. An example of that is, uh, I don't know if you've ever tried growing strawberries yourself or you've ever been around at a relatives that's been growing strawberries and um, it comes to the time of year when um, they'd finally be ready to eat and um, instead of you eating them, all the flies and the birds have already eaten them just before they get red and juicy. Um, the way that um, farmers and growers stop that, they spray it with pesticides 
that's um, chemicals that the insects and the birds can taste, but we cannot. So um, if you're ordering a non or you're buying a non-organic strawberry from the supermarket, something that we all think is really healthy, it's actually laden with chemicals and been grown with chemicals and sprayed with chemicals. And um, that stuff doesn't go on the label. It just says it's a strawberry, but actually like the same way that the insects and the birds didn't want to eat it. We just can't taste all the chemicals it's been sprayed with. So um, that's why I like to promote eating an organic diet or trying to avoid the foods that's in the dirty dozen that are non-organic. Um, and what would interest you would be that the fact that a lot of foods that people consider to be healthy, like blueberries, kale, strawberries, um, even potatoes, people have potatoes because they've gone gluten-free. Like those those ingredients are all really high on the dirty dozen, meaning that they've got the most chemical residues on them. So if you if you're not going to eat organic, make sure that you avoid them. You can buy them ones organic and stuff in the clean fifteen that have the lower um, pesticide and chemical residues. That stuff like melon, um, onions, uh, cucumber, um, sweet potatoes, stuff like that. You can have non-organic and it's fine because it hasn't got as many chemicals but it's just been aware of how what chemicals are on foods and how it's being well, grown. yeah this is a whole space i'd never heard this dirty dozen that is amazing i've got to look that up here because i've I dabbled with the organic and then i've stopped to, you know and i need to restart it but at least can be more focused with where i'm spending my money now on the you know the, the ones in the dirty dozen is the ones i need to pay for the organic stuff on yeah exactly because i i understand like you can't get everything organic all the time but just being aware of the ones that are uh, most detrimental to your health i think is it's prudent wow thank you so much i'm just in a whole new world of, <laughs> of, of trying to yeah be, be more healthy and inspired me on that so um now i love events that somehow dissolve barriers and bring people together is there any such inspiring event you can recall in your life that made people feel as though they're all on team human, as I call it? Um, yeah, it might be controversial and some people might have the same viewpoint, but um, I think the whole coronavirus and the pandemic and the lockdown, um, as you know, like it makes, it's made us all appreciate human contact and it's made us all appreciate being able to meet up with each other hug each other like um yeah have that human interaction i know when we met we met on the dance floor didn't we and it was so nice to actually just be able to go out and dance and enjoy yourself and um i think this event that has happened in this pandemic although um there's a lot of controversy and stuff with it like we've had the whole human consciousness like all of the humans focusing on one thing and even though it was a negative thing it's like that's a big collective meditation. And um, I'm not sure if you're aware of like the Schumann frequency and the frequency of the earth. And like that's just been going up and up and up. The readings started off at like before the pandemic, the readings was around like seven hertz. And it's just got higher and higher and higher. And it doesn't seem to be getting any lower anytime soon. So the whole frequency of the earth seems to have risen. And um, yeah, and like, like I said, we just appreciate all the little things now thanks to that we appreciate our health we appreciate meeting people um we appreciate going out and eating food and um 
or going on holiday or traveling and all this stuff that we thought was normal this this massive event that's happened made us really just smell the roses and also i think it's made us appreciate the places where we live <laughs> i guess probably the same way as where you was like we, as soon as the pandemic was allowed to go out and walk that was the one thing I was allowed to do so there's people everywhere and uh, i hear so many friends say that i never knew i had this just around the corner you everyone thinks they need to travel to the other side of the country or the other side of the world to have a good time and really the uk is a beautiful place yeah yeah thank you for sharing that and I really want to ask you, because we were chatting a little bit before we press record, but for listeners who can't see the video, uh, James is in his camper van for this interview, which is like a really cool kitted out one with purple and orange and just home from home, really. And it's outside your, uh, your farm uh, there in Lincolnshire. Mm-hmm. So could you tell us what, what's inspired the... the uh, the, the campers, camper van part of your life? Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, <clears throat> I still live at home with my mum. And if you saw the farm that I live on, you probably understand why. There's just me and my mum living there and the dogs. And uh, yeah, it's amazing here. But um, I wanted to travel, like, obviously from the age, like I always thought I needed to get a trade first. So, um, and then from the age of 18 to 21, I was, I was doing some apprenticeships and stuff, but I, I wasn't really the, the I, I guess you could say I was naughty in inverted commas. I wasn't very good at following the rules. So um, I managed to get sacked from my first apprenticeship. Then I worked in factories. And then I got to the age of like, just before I got to um, 21, about three months previously, I was like, right, I'm going to stop smoking, stop smoking weed as well, and actually get my life sorted out. And um, yeah, anyway, sorry, I'm off, off on a tangent there, but um on the age, uh, the age of 21, um, I finally got my apprenticeship and um, I did that for four years. And that was the same time as when I got ill for four years. So all this time when all my friends was traveling, I never got to do any traveling because um, I was uh, partying to the age of like 21. And then um, and I always wanted to get a trade. And then, yeah, by the time I'd got a trade, I'd already got an autoimmune condition and stuff. So yeah, never traveled. So, um, this van, um, I've done it so I can, um, I can work in it. I'm sat in my office now. I spin the driver's seat around, pop the table up. This is my office area. And, um, also I want to get, like I said, get Quenda out to everywhere in the UK. And, um, the way I do that is I have to visit all the health food stores, which is literally just traveling all around the country and going everywhere and meeting people face to face, the health food stores and the practitioners. So this van allows me to travel and um, have all my home comforts. And also like, I like hotels and stuff, but I don't, I'm very health conscious and conscious of toxins in the environment, EMFs and stuff. And obviously when you go stay in a, a hotel, you've got Wi-Fi beaming down on you all the time. You've got carpets that are um, emitting VOCs and dust and um, yeah, the, the the mattress isn't organic so you're getting toxins from the mattress and and so basically i've made this camper van to be as toxin free and chemical free as possible so it's an environment that and when you breathe in the air it's nice and clean like i've done formaldehyde free plywood to make all the um all the wooden benches and the cupboards and the the drawers because um yeah plywood actually has formaldehyde in it which is a carcinogenic 
I've done like all leather seats. Um, so it's all natural. I've got like organic mattress, organic um, pillows and organic uh, um, duvet covers and stuff. Um, I've got an air filter in here. Um, I've got a, a big fridge and a freezer as well. So I can take all my organic meat and um, foods around with me and um, raw milk and stuff like that. So I've just sort of set it up for myself. So um, I can have space to really um, create content and information that's going to really help people. Um, I started writing a book and then I realized, and that was the whole part of this van. I was like, I'll write the book and then I'll sell the book and it'll pay for the van. But um, I later realized that um, you actually need a publisher before you write a book. That's the standard way of going about it. So I was like, well, I'll stop writing the book and I'll find a publisher first. And the way I'm going to do that is build my brand and um, I'm focusing on writing a course at the moment. Instead of putting it all into a book, put it into a course because I believe somebody's going to um, get more value from a course and be able to work through it. And that's specifically for people um, learning about how to heal these illnesses and diseases or reverse these illnesses and diseases and what the factors are that go into it. And um, yeah, it's, it's amazing how um, I got told this in spiritual readings before. And I always saw myself as this person, but between the see, hearing it in a reading like five years ago and becoming this person now and, and even in the future, I, it's so amazing that when you set the intention, all the stuff that falls into place and um, yeah, the insights have come through that, um, yeah, I'm going to write this course and it's going to train the practitioners. And then you, as you may know, like the way to really change the world and have impact and influence is to um, change ed educational systems. And um, a lot of practitioners aren't aware of the stuff um, like toxicities are creating leaky gut and actually creating these autoimmune and digestive problems. So, yeah, I've realised that I'm making a course for, to help people fix it themselves, but then also making this course um, professionally recognised so it can train the practitioners. So going back to your questions, that's what the van's for, to give me space away from the house, no distractions. So I can just work and really um, help people with this knowledge that I've got up here and just get it out. Because like I said, I've had um, a few near-death experiences now and um, next week's not guaranteed. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. So um, it's important to just crack on now and get the work done now. So I'm, yeah, I like to, that's what this van's all about. Obviously going out, having a good time, always having my home comforts enjoying life but also being able to get the work done no excuses because um wow yeah yeah it's, no it's just amazing no amazing you, you've got such amazing purpose you know I, i've got my myrtle dream to live in a boat or something and you know you're inspiring me with how you, you you're doing your van but wow it's you've got a such deep purpose with it which is beautiful and uh, yeah it's acting as an inspiration for me really to to, to 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 you know let my purpose be the be the center of my journey rather than you know just attaching things you know w without purpose so yeah thank you for sharing the the roots of that and now it's time for quick fire inspiration could you tell us one of your most inspiring films yeah it's a bit cliche because i don't watch many films but um the secret that's um really uh you probably get that a lot but um yeah, by Ron the Burn and stuff, it really um, taught me that you can take control of your life and um, be whoever you want to be. 
So it's literally, um, yeah, decide who you want to be and take the actions towards it and believe it every day. So um, very cliche, but it absolutely changed my life. So yeah, the secret. Thank you. One of your most inspiring comedians? Um, comedians, uh, I actually like Kevin Hart. Like I said, I don't watch much TV. I'm, I'm quite driven. and um, But um, I heard an interview with um, Kevin Hart. I think he was on the Joe Rogan show and um, his views on life is amazing. And um, he's very purpose driven and building an empire for himself and his family. And um, yeah, very purpose driven and like following on from what you said, I guess that's probably why it resonates so deeply with me because I'm, I'm all about purpose and having an impact in the world as well. So Kevin Hart. Thank you. One of your most inspiring aspects of nature. Trees. Um, one, nature has all the answers. I got told that in my near-death experience. I got told any questions, nature has all the answers. Um, and secondly, um, trees. I think you can learn so much from nature and trees. A tree always grows. It's always moving forward. Like You can even relate like relationships in your life to trees. Like We're branches on the trees and we either grow towards each other or we grow apart from each other and that doesn't matter as long as we're growing that's fine um trees they go just as far into the ground as they do out of the ground so the roots go deep into the earth so they're always grounded um a lot of stuff happens in the background and there's a lot of foundations that need to be laid first before all the flowers and all the beauty comes out which is very um significant about life and stuff so um yeah, and trees are quietly growing and they always change with the seasons as well. So, not the best fire answer. That is, that, I, 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 it doesn't matter. You could, I could have listened to that for another hour. That is just a, a phenomenal. One of your most inspiring aspects of design or style? Um, we were talking about colours. I think, like, I don't know if you've heard of colour therapy, but, um, and we're saying about the camper van, how I've gone purple, blue, and green and um for all the wood stain and that is um the higher chakras like um your crown chakra is purple your third eye and your throat chakra is blue and then your heart chakra is green and um when you learn about the chakras and the energy systems they're like the highest frequencies and they're the ones that relate to love and communications and relationships and intuition and stuff like that so I think when it comes to design or even how I'm dressing myself or designing the camper van, every, like, I like to do purple, blues and greens um, at first and foremost. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. One of your most inspiring songs. I don't know if you heard this one, but it's by Xavier Rudd and it's called Follow the Sun. And um, it's it says it's like... Um, Breathe, breathe with the air, set your intention, dream with care. And um, I love songs where the words are like affirmations and um, just singing it make, gives me chills. And when I listen to that song, if I just listen to the words, I can normally get tears of gratitude running down my face. And uh, I think if you can if you can get a song to get tears of gratitude, that's, um, that is pretty much the highest frequency and you're a big magnet for letting the stuff that you, other stuff that you want in when you're gratitude, when you're filled with gratitude. So um, follow the sun by Xavier Rhodes. I think that's a, that's a winner. Thank you. And the last quick fire is one of your most inspiring aspects of travel. It has to be the trip to 
Australia. Um, I say this to everyone, but um, I tra- I went to Australia and they was like, oh, you're from Europe. You're from the UK. Uh, how many times have you travelled Europe? And I was like, none. I go to Amsterdam all the time and that's about it. And um, yeah, everyone over there seems to have travelled Europe at least once or twice. Um, and then just in the three weeks that I was over in Australia, um, I met people that was running their own business and changing the world like with health or and just doing what they want. And um, up until that stage at the age of 25, when I've been um, around North Lincolnshire and stuff, we've all we've all been employed. All my friends were employed. And um, don't get me wrong, my mum runs a farm and um, she has a great life. But um, yeah, it seemed like being employed was the way forward and always working for someone. When I went to Australia, I realised you can actually make a difference in the world. And it's not just a hobby. You can actually make it your business. And um, obviously that nutritionist that I met, I ended up being friends with him. And um, he said to me, it was like, this illness is not to you, it's for you. And um, it resonated so deeply. And um, yeah, and I obviously started speaking to the manufacturer who made the Quenda and um, my sister's housemate ran her own business. There's the makeup um, business and she had like 10 people working for her and she was like doing all the celebrities in Perth. And I was like, wow, like people like my age can run their own business and be successful. And um, and obviously I found the Quenda at the same time. So Australia, I only spent three weeks there, but it was absolutely life-changing. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> it's just epic stories you're sharing now. I just loving it. Thank you. And if you could interview one person if you had your own podcast or you were when you get your more your social media um you know well, well it's already up and running but you know if you when it gets really big if you could interview anybody who, who would it be i'd say ed mylet um ed mylet's got a lot of impact right now i'm actually part of the arite syndicate which is his um his organization or his coaching program and he does calls every week and um, either him or Andy Frisella does calls and seeing the way he operates and his vision for himself and the way he literally wants no regrets on his deathbed. And he goes, he maxes out everything and the impact that he's having in the world. And um, I'd love to um, speak with him and meet him because, yeah, he's definitely changed my life and taught me a lot. Um, so, yeah, I'd say Ed Milet. Well, you know, thank you for that. Because actually, the, when we met at the Expert Empires, but he was at the previous one, wasn't he, as the the headline speaker? Yeah. And that's that's the first time I'd heard of him. But yeah, he was, yeah, he really moved moved me. So thank you for reminding me of that. So um, I'm afraid we're coming towards the end now. Um, what is most right in the world? What is most right? I feel there's a big shift going on now. It seems very scary for people to, and it all looks like it's all crumbling and falling apart and everything's getting worse. But I think, well, for, if you study civilizations in the past and stuff, there's always a rise and a rise of power and control and then it all goes down. So actually this rise in power and control and trying to yeah, control everything we do, although it seems really scary and it feels like there's no way out, this is actually... Um, this is just before it gets really good. Um, yeah, you could say conspiracy or whatever, but I think everyone can agree that the systems that we're in, whether it's government, medical, um, 
educational, like the 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 flawed systems and old systems that do not really work properly, and that's all coming to light at the moment now. And although it seems like it's going to get worse, this is actually just the point. Um, or like probably the point on a sine wave. If you look at a wave when it gets to the lowest point, and then when you get to the lowest point, the only way is up. So um, I think that's the best thing that's happening in the world now. People are getting, the, like I said, the energy and the frequency is rising, the consciousness is rising. Um, and I, although it seems really bad and terrible, I think that's really exciting because that's just the, that's the fulcrum point. That's the pivot point. So yeah, a bit of a strange answer. No, no, it's a great way of looking at things. Yeah. I heard somebody say it's a bit like, uh, you know, if human, Population is a bit like a, a caterpillar metaphor. I can't say it metamorphosizing into a, a butterfly. At some point, it goes through this dysfunctional state, and I thought, oh wow, well, that's a different way. But yeah, yeah, what you're saying mm-hmm. is something similar. Yeah, so thanks for that. Yeah, no worries. Uh, and what's the next book on your reading list? Oh, um, this one just came on um, after being at the London Mind Body Spirit Festival on over the weekend, over the long weekend over Easter. Um, I got some people came up to me, um, some healers and stuff, just literally walked up to me and said, you've got stuff you need to still deal with. Like the ones that did know me, there was like, although you've dealt with stuff on a physical level, you need to deal with stuff on a subconscious level. So um, I, re- I traced back some trauma in my childhood um, that I thought I'd dealt with, but I haven't because I tried doing a therapy there to let go of it. And I couldn't let go of it. I didn't want to. I wanted to hold on to that anger. So um, there's a book um, recommended by Ryan Pinnick. He said it was a book called Letting Go. And that's a really good book. Um, I'm not sure of the author. I've got it saved in my phone. But a book called Letting Go and really work on the subconscious because I know we only had a little bit of time to talk, but I, I keep creating injuries around my abdomen, whether it's a motorbike crash, a pushbike crash or... Um, yeah, a lot of self-sabotage going on. Um, I keep crashing bikes, so I've stopped the bikes, but that's I know that's not the issue. It's the subconscious that I need need to deal with. So um, let a book called Letting Go. Okay, and, um, yeah, well, if you text yeah. us after when you find the author and then I'll put in the show notes for people. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, I will do, yeah. Well, thank you so much. I'm just, I don't really want it to end because I've just want to well know more of us i've definitely got to follow your journey now uh more closely and I, i'm going to order some some quenda to to give it a go 100 percent. yeah yeah feel the benefits for yourself and um that's um why i'm i'm also going to start a podcast myself as well i'm just starting with uh, uh rob moore's agency to get a podcast out there because um yeah just share the story and the journey i'll start off sharing the stories and um then I'll start getting into how to heal um, autoimmune conditions, uh, digestive issues, and yeah, just just flow from there. So um, yeah, a few people have said, "Where is it documented?" I'm like, "Well, nowhere." So <laughs> I'll start a podcast and um, start sharing also. So um, yeah, I really appreciate you inviting me on. Yeah, yeah really no, thanks, uh, thanks for your time. No, cool. I know. If people want to get in touch with you, how should they do that? Um, it's James cook colson on instagram and uh facebook and uh cook is well i'll just spell it j-a-m-e-s and then cooks c-o-o-k and colson's c-o-u-l-s-o-n 
So James Cook Colson, just check out Insta and um, or YouTube or Facebook, and I'm on there. Yeah. Thank you so much for today. Yeah, cheers, mate. It's been a pleasure. James really has moved me so much. Here is top 10 hits of inspiration. One, get inspired by the hero's journey. Believing in yourself, your purpose, and that you can read books to help with this. Two, get inspired by how James got disciplined with himself when he had to try and heal his body. Three, get inspired by the fact that most of us can eat nutritious foods, if we wish, a privilege. Whereas when James was ill, he couldn't digest nutritious food. Four, get inspired by James's heroic efforts to make it to the health food shop in Australia to obtain the Quenda health food. Five, get inspired by getting structure in your entrepreneurial life so that you can become the million dollar person in order to attract the million dollar business, if that's your thing. Six, get inspired by cleansing your body as a preventative measure and providing the special herbs included in products like Quenda. Seven, get inspired by learning about the Dirty Dozen and Clean 15 to get wise on potential pesticides. Eight, get inspired by the rising Schumann frequency. Nine, get inspired by bespoke camper vans and James's toxin-free version and how he plans to use it to help people. 10. Remember, next week or even tomorrow are not guaranteed. What is it that you need to get done in life? Your reason to be here. 11. Get inspired how nature has all the answers and can teach us about relationships, planting foundations and adapting. 12. Get inspired by colour therapy. 13. Get inspired by James's life-changing trip to Australia. And finally, number 14. Get inspired by the fulcrum point where civilization might be at the minute, on its way to the better place. Thanks for joining me today. Watch out for news on our new group. Thank you everyone for listening today. Your kind attention is really appreciated and valued. If you feel some inspiration from today's episode, please share it. And please leave us a review on iTunes. And if you wish, leave us some comments. In your comments, please let us know any inspirational subjects you'd like us to cover. As I aim to build a bank of both inspiration and stories of events that inspired close connection between groups of people. If you have something to share in this space, send me an email at inspiringteamhuman at gmail.com. Thanks again. Look forward to seeing you next week for another boost of inspiration. Thanks to Ben Sound for the music.